0: hello and welcome to arbitrary ramblings a show where my friends and i attempt to entertain you with random thoughts facts opinions etc if you enjoy please make sure to let us know without any further ado let's get right into the content hello and welcome back to this new episode of the arbitrary ramblings podcast unfortunately again dylan uh Didn't make it to this one. He planned on it. We were all going to get to recording an episode on Tuesday for you guys, but he got called into work. Sad face. R.I.P. So, yeah, he unfortunately is uh, on the clock right now making that money, but that's alright because we talked about possibly setting up a new filming location at Dylan's place instead of Casey's. Not that there's anything wrong with Casey's, but it had its issues, but it was an important first step to learn how to record yeah. and how to put that video content out there, and I think we did a pretty good job for what we had. And it totally is doable, but we can make it look a little bit more professional and especially sound a little bit more professional in a different location. So oh, yeah. we're also thinking about doing that. So that's that's exciting. That's
1: that's that's on the mind heavy right now, and done <laughs> He just wanted—he was telling us what he wanted us to mention about how, what is going on with him. He said he's getting a new desk, a new all new lights for his room. He's gonna set up a cool streaming room and possibly the good we can run the podcast through there too. And he wanted us to tell the people who listen that he has an interview tomorrow. I'm guessing for teaching, and it says it's gonna decide the next year of his life. So yeah, that's a catch up on Dylan since he hasn't been able to make it the past couple episodes, the past two episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah, really really exciting times for him and for the podcast. So, it just seems like this is going up and up, you know, regardless yeah. on numbers. I just feel really really good about putting content out there and I'm getting more confident with the content that we're producing, how it sounds, how it looks. Oh yeah. How it's coming across to the audience, you know. Yeah. Like I think people are hearing us and act, some are actually listening to what we're saying. So, yeah. that's all that matters.
1: That's true. It's exciting. So, I love
0: it. Yeah, I, I I really wanted to start this episode off with uh, something that's kind of a hot topic today, and that is uh, Kanye West's <clears throat> presidential. I I don't I put that in air quotes even though you guys can't see it, <laughs> campaign rally, because I don't want to necessarily talk about how embarrassing it was or how awful it was because that is just apparent from watching the video. Like I don't mean to talk the guy down, but it's obvious he's having some sort of you know mental manic breakdown due to a you know bipolar episode and it's just so hard and sad to see a man of that stature you know being you know being able to do that being enabled and allowed to do that someone along the line didn't go okay hold on this is probably not a good idea like look at what he wants to say look at what he's he shaved 2020 into the side of his head and wore a bulletproof police vest
1: yeah and he he slammed harriet tubman too (laughs) like completely yeah he said
0: yeah i I saw it i heard it a bunch of times especially i think it was on like the snapchat stuff like discover he said she sent
1: the slaves to go work for other white people
0: yeah, it's like that. She didn't free the slave; she just sent him to work for other white people. And then the person filming was like, "All right, no, that's yeah, we it. gotta we get out, out of here." Yeah, <laughs> good, so su- good for her respect.
1: Yeah, it's it's the man had a mental breakdown yesterday. It's it's <clears throat> yeah. That that's what I really
0: want to focus on <clears throat> here. It's like, I, I it don't just, want uh, as embarrassing as it is. Like I said, it just sucks because he's built a good name for himself recently. He was
1: he's very successful with the whole.
0: Christian yeah. And the thing he's been doing and the whole Yeezy brand, like regardless of your views on Christianity, you cannot deny that at least in the public eye and from what we know, he's been a better man in the past, like I would say 12 months than before that and his fame, just from listening to his music and just the headlines and stuff. Like, the last big thing I remember that was crazy negative from him was the whole Taylor Swift thing when he ran up on the stage and snagged the microphone like I feel like this is I this is another that. one of those moments what? He thought like Rihanna should have won the award. I can't remember what exactly the hmm. award was or this like event It was like the v m a s or something like that really and um, R- Rihanna and Taylor Swift were up for an award. Taylor Swift won. And Kanye just, like, bolted up to this age, snagged the mic, starting, like, lighting Taylor Swift up, like, to her face. Saying, like, Rihanna had such a better video, she should have won, this, really? that, and the other. And I was just like, whoa. And then that was when the whole thing kind of came across of, like, he may have some issues here. It's and here. then he released the, like, EP. Uh, it's, well, where is it? I forget the title offhand. It's like, I've, I love or I hate being bipolar. It's so awesome, or something like that. I have it pulled up somewhere. Yeah, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. That's the name of a uh, album that he put out. It's titled Yay, It's so good. I love it.
1: Really, it's actually a good album.
0: Yeah, I mean, it. It's not like his one of his best oh, ones, yeah. but you know, I, it hits a personal note on, right. for me, and I just I I really like the what he's talking about. And it just—it's relatable, I guess. Even the like scarier, darker parts. I wanna, it's an honest yeah, album.
1: I wanted to say to an extent, him doing what he's doing right now and showing that how his mental state is not well right now. It just like go back to juice. We can go back to Juice World in the last episode. <clears throat> It's—it just shows it can really happen to anys anybody. No matter how rich and famous you are, and or the as poor or homeless, it it could be anyone. And, that's, what's the yeah, sca- and that's the scary thing about the brain. The brain is just so powerful.
0: I think the scary part about that, too, is if you would think it would be the opposite. I feel like if you are in, like, sort of a more lower income situation and you're having those issues, you can almost have a better outlet for help to get help.
1: If you're rich and famous?
0: No, I'm saying if you're like, if you're poor, like I would say that you're more in an environment to where you can help yourself. It may be harder to get. I kind of phrased that wrong. Like you can get better help when you're rich and famous. Like as far as like better doctors and better, like, you know, people like that. Yeah. But the environment that you're in is such a toxic place. Like I was saying, who allowed Kanye West to run for president? That man didn't set that up by himself. I'm pretty himself.
1: sure anyone can run at, like, uh, the presid- for president if you qualify.
0: Well, I know, that's, if you meet the requirements, anybody, yes, is allowed to run for president. Anybody can be wrote in on the ballot. But I'm saying, like, he had a team. He had, like, so a sh- staff, and he had he people shot- there setting up,
1: like, yeah. to he make the that I- rally happen. <laughs> he pitched the idea, and someone was like, hell yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like, there's no way that he was just like, I promise you it's going to be good. I don't want to say anything about my speech, though, because it's going to be a surprise. I promise you guys it's going to be good. And everyone's like, sick, Kake, okay, you got this, bro. Yeah. yeah. And then he walks out with 2020 20 shaved into his head and a bulletproof vest on. And all of the fucking people in the back are just like, what did we do? Oh, no. And then he starts Tommy lighting up Harriet Tubman. <laughs> and he starts crying about the abortion thing. And just like, I almost killed my daughter. And like starts screaming at the crowd and crying. At that point, I would just like, you know, exit stage left, put the cane around his neck and yanked him off stage. Yeah. Like, dude, that's just no. His, do not let that man do that. Yeah, the, And it's insane Twitter that break- he was even allowed to do that. And yeah, and then he had that breakdown on Twitter. The Twitter
1: breakdown is what was. It was crazy. I didn't even realize until my friend sent me screenshots of it and I went and checked it. It was just tweet after tweet after tweet about. I didn't even understand what he was saying on most of the tweets.
0: He's like, Chris, Chris being um, Kim Kardashian's mother, his stepmother, Chris, don't play with me. You and that calm yay. I I think that's referring to Kim. Are not allowed around my children. Y'all tried to lock me up. Well, or they, try to, they try to—they try to better
1: him. Most likely, is what they wanted to they, do.
0: They, what they—they they didn't know how to react, so they like, freaked out, and they're like, "All right, we need to get a doc to come take this boy away, and get him some help—not like you know, lock him up, yeah—but just get him help."
1: It's so, scary. oh, here—here's the get
0: out thing you were talking about. West went on a Twitter rant, alleging that Kardashian wanted to fly home in Los Angeles to the Wyoming ranch, where he has been staying. With a doctor to lock me up, like on the movie Get Out, he said the because I about cried him. about saving my daughter's life yesterday. He also mentioned Kim's 2007 profile for Playboy, declaring that their children would never pose for the publication, and asked his wife and mother-in-law to call him.
1: He said the movie <laughs> Get Out was about him.
0: Yeah, that, that's wild. I don't know. Again, it, it, he's having he's having a manic breakdown. So like a hundred and ten percent, he, his he his brain is on a hundred and ten percent constantly, and he thinks he's Superman. He thinks he can do literally anything he wants to do, and then with the money and the position he has, he's he allowed can. to get into these crazy positions, oh, that's scary. and do these crazy things, it's like you know yell at people on stage in front of thousands and millions more on TV and then, you know, have this campaign rally and just completely shame him and then go on Twitter and completely annihilate and shame his family and just the only thing I've seen so far is, well, other than Kim Kardashian is saying she's been trying to get him help for weeks. Uh, That's what she told uh, people.com is the only article I can find with all the tweets and stuff on it. Um, and then Dave Chappelle recently flew out to his Wyoming ranch to check on him. And then Kanye put something and was like, thank you, Dave Chappelle, for coming in and checking on me. So he's had friends swing by and stop to help Dave him out. Dave Chappelle is probably the like,
1: best person that could talk to him.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, Dave Chappelle is time. one of those guys. He's so, like, caring but he's down and carrying it down to earth. But he like doesn't give a shit about your feelings. If that He'll makes sense. Blunt. Like, he, he, He'll be He's going to tell you what, what you need to hear. Yeah. But he's telling you from the goodness of his heart, and he's like, he wants to see you do good. You may not want to hear what he wants to say, but if you listen, you know. And this doesn't mean it's comedy. What he says in his comedy specials is not what he means in real life. That's completely. That's I think we've talked about that for. before in a podcast. <laughs> That's what's
1: stand up like, comedy they're joking.
0: For. Like I'm talking about his real life stuff when he's talked on political issues or even to an extent like, yeah, the eight forty six thing when he basically spent thirty minutes talking about the entire state of America during a very intense time that you know just happened recently, yeah, and that's the stuff I was more talking about. And he's a really straightforward, straight thinking dude who can get to the point. But again, Dave Chappelle is great. Applaud that man. But he's not. The end all be all To him getting help Like there needs to be Some more There needs to be Someone else coming in Whether he realizes it Or someone talks to him And goes dude You need to Get help Like you yeah. need to Take a break You need to take Two three weeks A month Like you have the money You have the time Just take some time off Get your head on straight And come back Rewired
1: Yeah come Like back you're obviously
0: Don't run for president <laughs> Like <laughs> mean well, I mean, well, have yeah, seen seeing Donald foof. Trump
1: president probably probably thinks he can do whatever he wants to, do, so.
0: Well, he, like, for some he supports
1: Donald Trump. And no, I'm not sure. No, apparently, so Kanye West was, everyone, as everyone knows, Kanye West was, like, best friends with Donald Trump for, like, a month. And then he's like, Donald Trump used me. Did you see that? I'm pretty sure he posted something saying how Donald Trump used him. Well, I mean, of course Trump used him. He's a businessman. That's what he does.
0: He uses literally everyone that comes into his circle.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He used him in a smart way. He used for a smart way to try to get black America to vote for him. When is this? July
0: 8, 2020 at one eleven a.m. This is a Forbes article. Kanye West says he's done with Trump. Opens up about (laughs) White House bid. Damaging Biden and everything in between.
1: Yeah, I Uh, guarantee guarantee the. The Donald Trump and Kanye West thing was for uh, Trump to get Black America to vote for him. I mean, the thing is that yeah, I don't no want, one's like, no one's like supporting... No one's like supporting what the Kanye. They're supporting, not not to say they're not supporting Kanye. They're supporting Kanye in a way for him to get better, not for him to go do crazy things.
0: Right. Like I don't support him running for president, but I want the man to get help and get better.
1: Yeah, I don't. Like I don't. I. I'm. I'm. I'm
0: behind him in the sense of like. I want to see him get mentally better, not only for him but for his family. He has yeah. four kids from Rangy from seven years old to fourteen months old. Like, and this is what their father is doing He's right now. Insane. Like, North is going to see that she's seven years old. She can understand what's going on in the world. North's she seven? may not. Yeah, I yeah, thought she was
1: just born. <laughs>
0: well, I, Psalm is the one I was just born. I thought that's crazy. I think. Cause I, always I was. That. It's from the article I read. Like you know, twenty minutes ago, I'm trying to remember
1: offhand. Yeah, but... that's crazy <laughs> Okay, go back on. And yeah.
0: Well, it's just she's gonna see that. She's gonna recognize like, hey, that's my dad on TV crying about how she he was going to abort me. I know. <laughs> literally, like she he is literally talking about aborting his daughter, and she's going to see that, and she's going to recognize that, and she's gonna remember that, and. The this is a really important time for him and his family, man. Like Kim has said it, like I think, like you know, it's the White House or me or something like that. I'm like don't what?
1: Don't let him. That's do not that. the yeah. conversation
0: that needs to be had right now.
1: <laughs> it's either I don't even know. It's it's a scary yeah. Just time my heart goes him. out to him. my
0: heart goes out to him. Like truly, I I truly hope that he gets better. And he gets his head back on straight, and he makes good decisions. And he just does what's right for him and his family. You know, I I don't want... Yeah,
1: I can see eventually him doing what he needs to be done to make sure he doesn't end up doing something that he can't ever take back.
0: Right. He's come pretty damn close too many times. And this was, like, crossing the line. Hardcore.
1: I know who can help him. (laughs) Who? Jordan B. Peterson. (laughs) True, true. That that he definitely could. He help. He can help anyone. I th- I would think so. Jordan, because he's so he's open
0: to talking to everybody.
1: He will talk about anything and everything, and he speaks his mind. Have you heard him talk about Hitler? No, I did see that though. I was Ooh, gonna watch that, that yesterday. That makes people's
0: blood boil, my friend. Oh my god! I know, but isn't there, like so, the
1: title of that video like how Hitler was, how Hitler was more evil than you ever thought, or something like that.
0: I mean, there's there's one like that, but there's some talking about you know how smart he was, but he like he and actually not was, necessarily no, glorifying him and his actions. No, He's talking so, about that the, the yeah. man was like a genius he actually and he was, was so a smart. master manipulator. And regardless of how insane his motives were, like dude had a good head on his shoulders and he knew how to use it and he knew how to speak. Like he knew how to manipulate people. Yeah, he
1: was Hitler. He how to get Hitler did to do what he did. He. I don't know. It's like, why did he have to like, just do what he did? <laughs> like, well, it was, was also so... the
0: timing of everything like that, too. There was an awful depression. He kind of came and rallied the troops. He got all the people fired up, and they all kind of got behind him, and then he gained control of the yeah. kind of the government in Germany, and it all became the Nazi Party, and that's when he was like, I can start steamrolling the whole like crazy World War Two that you – like American quote unquote would think of like D-Day and the concentration camps and them invading yeah. Poland and Russia and taking over Europe like that all stemmed from that political prowess and that you know you know good like psychological and like good speaking ability like is the reason that all that happened and that's what he kind of talks about and God, it's, it pisses so many people off because they think it's glorifying cool Hitler when in a way, I don't. it's not, but it's talking about how the man wasn't dumb. Like, you can't deny the truth and he the man was, was not dumb. Yeah, he
1: really was a genius, and it's bad, to, it's bad to say that he was a genius for the things that he did, but, like, I don't really know how to explain it because I don't really know much about it, but I know how smart he was with rising up to the position, he the power he got himself to to be able to do the terrible things he did. Right. But so
0: I know that I've been into Jordan B. Peterson. Yeah, I was for, about to forever. say something.
1: Or not forever, for a,
0: a decent while. And you just recently started watching his videos and stuff. And, I like, dude, what sticks out? Yeah, I was about what to say you, something it. What's interesting about to, about to you?
1: So yesterday, well, I got the the book, Jordan The Twelve Rules of Life. The Twelve Rules mm-hmm. of Life book that you got Dylan to get, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll get it, even though it's, it's a hard read. I start, I read I've I read, like, 20 or 30 pages. I actually read them pretty well, even though I haven't read books much. But um, his, Jordan P. Peterson, I've been watching his YouTube videos, like, the things he says in his lectures. It's just the things he says and the way he words it are just so good. Like, I was... I I think it, make,
0: it makes sense because he knows how the brain works.
1: Yeah, so he I was watching a bunch of things about him um let me see so the first video i watched yesterday was jordan peterson talking on alcohol he, that's when he was on the a podcast with a guy named theo Vaughn, i think the guy who runs the podcast name is
0: yes i love him he's a
1: stand up comedian
0: yeah he's funny kind of he's a rogan he, and all that yeah them. he used
1: to be a raging alcoholic and drug addict and he got yeah. and he got sober and he had jordan peterson on it and he was Jordan Peterson was basically dissecting his brain probably without the guy even knowing and just just watch that whole podcast. It's just crazy. Just to see the way he talks to people and like can understand what's going on in their head when he does. It's not his own mind is unreal because he knows how to he knows why people drink alcohol because it's fun. It's some people like the taste of it. Some people like the rush of it. But then again, you got to Jordan B Peterson was saying how you have to see like what like I forget what he said. I'm trying to word it. He said how what are like the the bad outcomes from it. He's like you get a really good good for about what, 3 4 hours depending on how long you're drinking. And then what's the consequences the next throughout the week. What bad things did you do the night that you were drinking when you were coming down from your drunk and he said it's just never worth it because apparently Jordan Peterson, he I think he talked about how he drinks and stuff, but not as much as he used to, he says.
0: Yeah. I I think my biggest thing for him is how he tells people, you know, you got to stand up straight with your shoulders yeah. back. Yeah, uh, like, that was the next up. video. I was about you got to be dependent. About. Like you got to be – like I don't want to say this in a sense – of you know you have to be a man, but that's what he kind of talks about of how like you have to be able to be independent and live on your own I mean, and be able yeah. to provide the, for not only you, but if you choose to have a family and you choose to have kids, like you have to be able to provide for all of that. Like yeah, you and then they, are a, a backbone for what is a family structure, and every person has their own little role to
1: play. Yeah. And then and then the things he says, but he's like men can still have emotions though. Because a, a lot of Jordan B. Peterson's videos, a lot of them, he starts tearing up in almost all of his videos I've watched so far. I watched one- well, Yeah,
0: because he's brutally honest about personal yeah, experiences. Yeah, and he's experienced
1: things with his family, he says. I watched a video, he was talking about video games, gut ridden depressed men, and the workforce and treatment, and talk about how men get treated when they show emotions and stuff. But that's basically what I was getting from it, and how video games bring you up really high, but then- you get to that high and then it, it, you just I, I don't know what he was saying he said you get well, so I, high in a video game and then you die and then you have to start it all over and that's where you just get angry and then you think it, that like it stays on your mind for the next couple of days I mean he's yeah. not wrong say we're playing a game we're about to win it and then we completely throw it in the last minute do you know how mad that makes some of us
0: Oh, yeah. I guess. No, that. Just from today. It's just a, I played Valorant today. You should know how that yeah. feels. Oh, my yeah, God. Okay. Yeah, it's just like. It's Mega just. tilted.
1: Like, I haven't been playing video games as much recently since I've moved out. And I don't even know why I haven't either. It's the, it's the weird. I don't know why. You would think I'd play more since it's my own house and, you know but I just like chilling yeah out.
0: but I also understand like you know just like sitting on the couch relaxing like hey I'm in my own place like I can just finally do this yeah. and have no one walking in on me like no exactly. siblings well, besides like, RJ I'm in my living room on my couch well I mean RJ, it's, it's RJ though there, right? it's not like your mom walking in and sitting next to you Yeah. True. even though you can be yourself around your mom it's like a little bit different with yeah. it being a friend or a roommate Yeah,
1: <laughs> especially a guy friend too yeah and so I want to get back on to Jordan Peterson it's just I watched so many of his videos yesterday. I listened to a two and a half hour long podcast of his today talking about toxic masculinity and how I sent it to you and I was telling you about it. It's just there's just so much I can explain. It's just it would take me forever to explain the whole thing because there was just so much at once when I was listening to it. That's the hard part. It's like there's a
0: lot of information, but you have to be able to unpack it and put it in your head and, and remember it with the way how yeah. he,
1: with the way he speaks. It's almost like is. I take
0: it in sections, you know, because like there's the lectures of him where he talks about in his podcast where you know the toxic masculinity things, and then you can Google his name, and the first thing you'll find is like motivational videos, yeah, you know, like with quotes watching. and there's just like orchestral music behind it, and it's slideshows of people jogging into a sunset yep. with a sweatband on. Last, and those are the
1: last two videos I watched last night. I watched yeah, one. I mean,
0: they're, they're good videos. Like, he says good stuff, but it, it, yeah. it's
1: much better if you find the lecture. <laughs> oh, I, the, I like the way he's sitting on his uh, desk when he's talking. That was that yeah. video game one. And then he said he explained high functioning depression and how to overcome misery. That was a very good video. Like, Dude, the 12 I, minutes?
0: That's why I'm able to get up at 4 a.m. and go to yeah. work every day. Because, the, I, because of stuff, not because of that video, or, but just because of. You know, using techniques like that and stuff I've been taught many, many years with, you know, like we talked about in the guest podcast and my experience with therapy and, yeah. uh, you know, all that kinds of different stuff from a young age. So I, and um, it, it it's just awesome to hear that from a super educated person like that. But yeah, go
1: on. So in that video, his videos are only 10 to 12 minutes long on his lectures. It's not like his full lecture, but his 10 to 12 minutes – it's every, like a section of his lectures. Every, I don't think they can post the entire yeah. thing well, yeah. on YouTube. Every single he, thing he, he says, though, is just—it's just so much information. It's twelve minutes. It's insane. I feel like I've been watching it for an hour, but it's—it's it's just so good. It's like—I don't want to say—it feels like an hour because that means it would probably—it would seem boring. But the 12 minute it's just so interesting, and it feels like I'm listening for, for a long period of time when it's really only 12 like, Time minutes.
0: drags on, but it's not a bad thing. Like, he yeah. holds your attention, and it's almost like your brain is slowing down time. To like, okay, we need to understand this. This man is speaking important things to yeah. me. Like, that that's almost what it is. Did you watch I, his
1: – sorry, what did you say? And I
0: was just saying, like, his quotes stick out to me a lot more than, like, topics in his lectures. Like, you know, he'll stop and he'll say something, like, two or three times. Like, I was watching one, and I just pulled it up here. It says, happiness is a pointless goal. Yeah, Like, you can't wake up and say, I want to be happy. Like, happiness is... An emotion that you feel because of stimu- stimuli that you experience in your life. And if you yeah. just wake up and say, I want to be happy, and you do nothing to make yourself happy. You're, never like, what, happy. Yeah. you're not ever going to be happy. It's pointless. Like You wake up, and your goal is, I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to take out the trash. I'm going to pay my bills. I'm going to get to work 30 minutes early. <laughs> I exactly I'm going to do it every day. Too. Like, that is what your goals are, and those goals are what lead you to happiness. You wake up feeling like shit, but as you check off the boxes and you go through your day, the by the thing, end so. of it, you can go. You, by the time your head hits the pillow and before you get in you know, that thought loop in the middle of the night, you're feeling pretty good about what you did because you were a productive member of society. You didn't sit on your ass all day. You didn't just you know, eat Cheetos and drink Mountain Dew and play <laughs> video games all day. You actually got something done.
1: Yeah, and I like his quotes. How you say he repeats when he wants to have something when he. Bleh, I can't speak. He repeats things that he wants you to burn. That he wants to burn into your mind because they're so it's so such a good thing to say. Like what you said, the happiness thing. I forget what, what it was, but the thing you said, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same thing he said in the pod in the lecture that he did about the happiness thing. He said, "Get up. You pay. You clean your just clean your room. Like even cleaning your room." Taking the trash out, it still makes you feel like you're doing something.
0: Yep. And that's literally, you have to find meaning in the littlest things yeah. when you're stuck in those yeah. tiny situations. Like, you literally, getting out of bed is a check mark yeah. on some days. I know you've been there. Like, I've been oh, yeah. there as well. Like, literally just rolling yourself out of bed rolling and getting up and brushing your, your two, teeth and getting yeah. ready for work and, like, getting there on time is, like, you know that's giving you the all all the good serotonin that you need yeah and um like that's what he talks about doing and like that's your goal you can't just wake like, up and go i want to be happy because you'll just be like sitting there figuring out what to do and you know yeah your day will be over and done with and you'll be
1: sitting there still wanting still. wondering why you're not happy and why what to do to make yourself happy and that's what i've been watching so much jordan peterson Literally the past two days, it's it's like consumed my, like my podcast and stuff. I'm like behind on some podcasts now. But did you watch his? Um, I think it was like a, it was kind of like a TED talk, but not by TED. It was is how social media affects us. Yes. Did you watch that one? I'm like, I was watching. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna just delete all my social media right now.
0: I still haven't got Facebook or Instagram back on my phone. I can't lie. I've checked it one time for about two minutes when I was going on for a podcast thing. I scrolled through my timeline on my desktop and I'm not kidding you. I felt weird. Yeah. Like, I, just felt- I don't want to say like I felt sick or like I got goosebumps, like something just in my stomach was like, dude, this is, don't do this. Like you were, you're doing so good. Yeah. Like, don't start now. And I just, I clicked away, and I went to the podcast page. I did my thing, and I closed it back out. Yeah. And I was just like, man, I, like, I don't want to go back to it at this point because I've been off it for almost two months now.
1: That's insane. I was just sitting there to listen to the things he was saying. It's just, it's just so true. It's hard to really word it in my own words with how he said it, and I wish I could.
0: <laughs> it's such a double-edged sword, man. And Social media is not only the greatest gift – that, you know, this life can give us because we get to do stuff like this. We get to post podcasts. We get to put out our ideas and our thoughts and we get to talk about our influences and we get yeah. to talk about people that inspire us to do this stuff. And without social media, there this would not be a thing. Yeah, like exactly. maybe we could get a radio show, but the radio show is only X amount of time and if you don't have your audience, you get booted off the radio yep. show. Like it, there's no, there's nowhere else. On Like in a media spectrum where you can put out content so personal, so individual, and so just freely on your own. No contracts, no obligations, no time limits, no whatever without social media. But you get the other end of it where it becomes this toxic, you know, cesspool of... People who are just throwing shit into it and churning and stirring the pot and making each other mad and knocking each other out from underneath each other. And or people just I feel like, you know, wasting space in a sense, like posting what they ate for lunch. Like, great. I'm glad you had a zero calorie high protein, whatever (laughs) diet, like lunch keto, whatever. Cool good for you like go to the gym do some like I do that I don't want to say I eat keto but you know I eat healthy I do my stuff every day and I don't post any of it on social media like I barely post podcast stuff on my social media yeah like it I, I that stuff just kind of I think it should be used for more important things more thought provoking things and then when it's used in that way it needs to be used in Like uh, people should be more understanding. Yeah, like instead of just going at each other's throats and like you know hitting each other where it hurts, and like I like Trump. Well, then I can't speak to you. You're blocked. Like (laughs) no, that's not how that works. I know. (laughs) You understand? You understand? If maybe I don't want to say this in a sense, it can go either way. But if you are talking to someone of a different political view and they hit you with an angle that you've never heard before, you may start to flip your idea, whether that's left to right or right to left or, you know, conservative to libertarian or whatever it, um, if you actually sit down and listen to them, you can just think about it from a different perspective or you can just be like, you know, that that's interesting. I'm glad you think of it that way. I I uh, personally don't. That's not my experience with it, but I don't think I have to hate you for it. We can, you know, move on with our lives and
1: conservative friends who are liberal. (laughs)
0: Right, and I don't, in I don't hate them for that, you know. I don't get along with them. I avoid certain topics when I'm around them, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean I don't like who they are.
1: I want to get back to social media, really. I just want to say a couple more things. i know we kind of rambled off into a different little thing because that's what talking about social media does. <laughs> so when he was talking about talking about it, he said that literally just trains us to be robots, and you know, like I'm literally a robot on my phone, whatever, like. I open my you phone. Even and hear I don't I talk to you. No, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. you're not RJ. I used to. <laughs> uh, I'm not like that. I'm not like that anymore. I used to be like that, like in school. That's in school. But like I, like I just know where Facebook is on my phone. I literally just—it's automatic. I swipe up, click the app. I know where it is. I don't even have to think about it. And then I just sit there. Sometimes I feel like I'm just sitting there scrolling, and I'm literally just, just scrolling, looking at it. Not like it. it you're not even it. reading it. Swiping. You're not
0: even, like, taking in information. Yeah. You're just glancing at headlines, seeing random yeah. stories that don't even – that aren't even real. Yeah. Like, you, you, the headline says one thing and you read the article and you're like, wait a minute. That doesn't even – what? That doesn't even add up. Yeah, I like,
1: know, like, I saw some of Or the
0: pictures of a diff, completely different thing. Like, that, those get me a lot when they show – like a headline that says something and then you know, like Joaquin Phoenix is like beat up in the street and then it just it's a movie scene from Joker with him just beat the fuck up in the street and like there's people who don't necessarily know that but I'm just like what why are you showing that and then the story is you know like a Chinese delivery driver got mad at him and threw like us a, a drink at him yeah. and it hit him like what that's not even close to what the it was trying to portray it as, and if you are, like you said, just that zombie scrolling through social media that, right? or huh? through Facebook, you see that, like, oh, my God, Joaquin Phoenix got the shit kicked out of him. And then it, I'm not saying that that really matters, but that happens with the, the important issues. It's the, the stuff that shouldn't be looked at by just headlines and stuff. And that, that's how crazy stuff gets passed down, and people have crazy ideas about, you know, factual stuff.
1: Yeah, I think I like him. social
0: media is contribute like, you know, the flat earthers and like climate change deniers, people like that. Like it just doesn't, th- there was a Buzzfeed video on like flat earth or whatever. Like apparently I guess someone in the Buzzfeed pl- like field, like company was is a believer in the whole th- like flat earth theory and he completely explained everything. He was like, well, if the earth's flat, I bet you wonder where the edge is. And then he goes, ice walls. Oh and God. then the dude gets out Play-Doh. I shit you not, Play-Doh. <laughs> and he puts it on this like wooden uh, spinning, like, oh my God, Lazy Susan or something, whatever. Like you put it on the table and you put like st- art, like little side dishes on it. You can yeah. spin it like one of those and he puts play-doh around the edge of it like a little wall and then he pours water in it and he goes boom ice walls (laughs) and I was just fucking staring at this computer in disbelief can't believe I'm wasting my time and energy in taking this fucking (laughs) shit pile heap of information so
1: Logan Paul made a documentary on the flat earth thing and everyone thought he was being serious (laughs) I thought he was being serious for a long time and then he talked about it on his podcast recently he's like yeah, we made a bunch of documentaries, and he's like, you remember the Flat Earth one? And they all just started busting out laughing, and he's like, that was the funniest thing we've ever done. And I thought he was being yeah. serious. There, there's first. some people who are,
0: like, this dude seems legit. Like, this guy who was Ice on BuzzFeed video, like, just look <laughs> it up. Like, this guy seems legit. He had, like, this weird, I don't want to say it was a porn mustache, because it was like a <laughs> hybrid between the porn and the pedo mustache. I couldn't <laughs> quite decide. And watching the video but th- this guy looked like he knew his stuff about the flat earth like if, if it was real he would be like one of the top scientists <laughs> or ge- geologists i probably is what that would be but yeah
1: flat earth anyway
0: back back to the whole you know people social media thing like people who ignore science and facts and stuff that is obviously like we have pictures of the round earth like ha hey, sorry not sorry no um, we don't
1: those aren't real those are generated
0: ex- and it people share it and then they get other people to believe it for the attention that they get. And, you know, attention, Jordan Peterson said this attention is the human currency.
1: Yeah.
0: Every, when we come out of the womb, babies cry when they want attention. If they want to get picked up, they cry. If they're hungry, they cry. If they need to shit, they cry. If they shit themselves, they cry. (laughs) Like it doesn't necessarily, the, the attention is just what they want at any point in time, any emotion, any mood, and it goes the same for people and if people are lonely they're not like getting out with people they're not having healthy relationships with other people uh, they crave this attention and then if it's negative or if it's positive they just want it so then they're like yeah I believe in the flat earth just so they get yelled at by people because they want that attention and they thrive That's off so of
1: why it why would you want someone to yell at you
0: you'd rather be infamous than forgotten true that that's like I don't wanna to get too extreme, but that's you know, kinda of a sense why school shooters do what they do and that Jordan Peterson's talked about this. Like he he talked to Canadian media, like do not post these kids names. Yeah, there's no that, When it happens, do that, that do not post their names. Like that only gives motivation for the next one to do it. Like, when they know that when it happens, they're going to get their name plastered and immortalized all over the news, all over the United States. People, it's they're going to become household names yeah. forever. Like, that's sad. It, that's what media like, does. Uh, like, Dylan Klebold, I, can, I, I, I just kind of, I'm like, proving my own point wrong. I can't remember the other one, but I believe Dylan Klebold is the name of someone from Columbine. Really? Like, I. One of the two people yeah. who uh,
1: were, were the sad there. Thing, The sad thing is that we know more. We know more about the the shooters than the victims, and that's the, such a sad thing that right the media right burns into our mind their face. Yeah, and so we, I
0: don't because we don't want to focus on the people who are dead. You know, yeah, because that, that guy probably, is a Because po- they that doesn't that
1: matter. That's what people think.
0: And again, the sickest part of that is it turns into a political argument after that about, you know, guns and stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, regardless on your view on guns, we have to take a second and just acknowledge what happened and take a minute and, like, mourn. And then we need – once our emotions are kind of vented and we can somewhat think clearly, we need to have a slowly, well-thought-out, educated conversation with people who know what the hell they're talking about, which is – I don't, it's sad to say, but it is like one of the rarest things to happen in this day and age. And I'm not saying what just is? recently, like having well thought out, well-spoken conversations at a level to where action can be taken. Oh like yeah. Like politics, like calling out all the people in the house and the Senate and the white house, like all the way. I'm not talking just Trump. I'm not talking, uh, you know, just Bush. Like everyone that I believe since like, mm, I don't know. Let's go way, way back here. Probably since, you know, even JFK to an extent wasn't that good. But, you know, How Reagan you wasn't know? that good. Nixon. You don't research? Just, yeah, I'm, I didn't have friends when I was younger, and I spent a lot of time on History Channel, all right? <laughs> too
1: bad. But it's
0: just no one has really cared about the country or or having conversations to benefit the people. It's all been about a party, and it's all been about appeasing The constituents, and it's all been about conforming to this idea of I need to gather an audience and I need to gather people behind me so that way I'm elected and then reelected. Not a sense of I need to take this place of power to accomplish something good for the nation and accomplish something you know, that's going to benefit everybody mutually. It's like, I don't, I feel like everyone who, everyone who comes into an office to a sense is one sided one way or the other, because there's obvious, especially now, especially with Trump in office, the constituents are so divided. Like there are people who are hardcore Trump fans, like driving around, even I see them all the time with Trump flags in the back of the big old lifted like pickup trucks right next to the American, (laughs) right next to the big old American flag. Like, you know, you believe what you want to believe, but those people are not going to listen to any argument no. whatsoever about anyone running other than Donald Trump. And that's not that's not going to, you know, solve anything. Yeah. Even if you're not going to believe it, you need to be at least able to sit down and listen and try and understand so that way you can make an educated and well-thought-out decision. Like when you're buying a car, right? You don't just look at the one car you want and go, "Nope, that's it. That's the one. That's it. I don't care what it is." <laughs> Give me it. Like, that's it. No, that's the one. Like, unless you're rich, like, you know, unless you're a billionaire, you millionaire, buy, like, music artist it. who can make a stupid decision like that and still have that same money coming in the next day, buy one. like, you can't do that. You have to survey all your options. You got to look at the APR. You got to look at how long the loan is. You got to look at your payments. You got to look at the tax. You got to look at what state you're getting it from. If you're, like, here <laughs> or you can buy cars from Illinois and they're 10 minutes away. Like you gotta look at all of the different angles yeah. before you jump on a big decision like that, and these people are just so tunnel visioned. And again, I feel like people on the far left are even worse, like the people who are more like the I extreme think any, liberals I think and like anyone, the more.
1: I think anyone who's extremely conservative or extremely liberal, liberal, <laughs> liberal, are yeah. is what's bad. Like you can't be so extreme to an extent. You
0: have to be able to listen, like. Uh, the whole, like, Chaz thing. Like, I got a big... I got a kick out of that one. Oh, uh, like, Chaz? They, yeah, the whole, like... Oh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was in Seattle, in this group of, uh, like, BLM sort of protesters... Are you talking about the people who made, like, like, like their own
1: city? Right yeah, their the own, like, station?
0: six city blocks, and it was in the... Yeah, the, they... So they wanted to get rid of cops because wasn't cops it, were a symbol of oppression. Wasn't it right they by, by people the police walk-
1: station?
0: Yeah, and they, they like painted over the sign or like spray painted over the sign. It was like the Seattle people's division instead of police yeah. division or something I like did, that. I
1: remember that.
0: But the, like, so, <laughs> it was so redundant to me because they had this message of peace and they had this message of like, you know, we don't want violence, we don't want cops, we don't want people swinging hammers and flying through a sirens and playing drugs on people. And I'm like, you know, that's all well and good. That's a great idea to have. But then you turn around and you post armed guards at the entrances who are frisking people on the way in and out. Like even the people who you know and see in there. And then you have reporters going in there to just film and to document a historic moment in United States history. Like there's is a very rare thing that's hardly ever happened and these people are assaulting reporters who are trying to document what they do. Yeah. And I saw one that there was a guy just kind of standing there recording and this guy comes up and just starts punching him for it. He's not antagonizing anyone, not saying anything, you know, against their views not trying to be pro police not wearing oh i remember what it was he had a pin on his shirt and the guy said that it was a police pin or like a police badge or something like that and the guy was like it's for a fucking animal shelter and the oh. dude's just punching him and wailing on him drops the camera and then finally settles and the guy goes it's for an animal shelter and he looks at it and he goes well just get out of here I don't we don't like that and it was just yeah like these people were just ridiculous and then they built a wall and a wall. um yeah it, <laughs> they literally built a wall around this place to keep people like from coming in and out and like it just turned into this complete opposite. Of what they wanted. It was like Mad Max in there. I felt like by the end, people were probably just walking around, like, afraid they're going to get shot if they say the wrong thing. Like, if you even say the Trump's name, it's like right. Harry Potter, you know? He who shall not be named. Like, they're going to shoot you. <laughs> it was just an insane experience. And those types of people are, you know, voting for, like even more crazy candidates I feel like writing people in because you know the democratic side doesn't necessarily have the strongest guy there either and we don't necessarily know what to do Yeah, and exactly. it's th- th- this whole thing is just crazy such a fucking joke it's such a game of Votes and a celebrity, you know, snooze fest. In my opinion, like I can't stand to watch it, but I try to because you know I'm the we have to live here. Like, yeah. unfortunately, we're, like I I was behind the whole not my president thing at first, but you know, unfortunately, regardless of your views on it, yeah, he's the president of the United States. It's gonna be in our textbook, our kids' textbooks. It was in you know the textbooks at the end of senior year. Like it, it's a scary thing, but it's real and it's happening, and it's, it definitely could happen again. Like it's sc- it's less and less every day with the whole COVID thing, and then, then even there, man, it's all about constituents with the whole COVID thing.
1: Yeah,
0: like the government, I feel like just isn't here to help us anymore. It just <laughs> the it's, it's virus so should
1: not be a political thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's all about constituents. was New like Zealand?
1: Donald's- wasn't it New Zealand who let the scientists and doctors make decisions on the was it new zealand or i think it was
0: i'm pretty sure because they were one of the first countries to, you know kind of completely get rid of covid and like have no more cases in their country now granted it's a tiny ass island off the coast of australia not a whole lot of people going in and out of that like there especially right now yeah yesterday yesterday
1: they had one new case
0: yeah how many
1: did we have yesterday like like sixty three thousand.
0: Oh, that's not bad. South Korea or I think it was South all all of Korea or South not Korea North had like 15,000 cases in general. North Korea and Florida Florida had that many in one day.
1: I mean,
0: <laughs> I don't think well, North Korea had one in Kim jong un bow, Like, oh, we have the cure, a bullet. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's what they I mean, did. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, that that's what happens when you live in North Korea. I mean, they, really, <laughs> I don't want to say they well, have a choice to live there, but
1: they don't. The people who are born there are stuck there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you literally can't leave. I remember the the thing about it North happened. North Korea, I think in a dream the game. thing about
1: North Korea is that we literally, they will. I mean, we'll never know how many cases they actually had. They won't release that information. They won't release anything. Is there even pictures of North Korea? If you look up North Korea pictures, it's literally just Kim Jong Un and their military.
0: I mean, yeah, there there is and. Look on YouTube, because Vice has a couple really cool documentaries where they, like, they're old, though, and they snuck in and they took, like, video you and stuff. You sneak into they ne- North Korea, you didn't. literally get
1: executed. Well, no, sure. they didn't
0: sneak into North Korea. They snuck video. That um, they didn't sneak into North Korea. They they applied as a like visa, like a tourist visa. They got in. They went on the whole scheduled tour of North Korea that everybody takes whenever you're a visitor. They were taking video, and it's like they went to a museum and they weren't allowed to record there. And then they snuck a little video while they were there.
1: Yeah, like literally look and up, they, literally type in North Korea pictures, and it's like Kim Jong Un and just their military with no butthole. The no. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's pictures of Kim Jong Un with Donald Trump. <laughs> Those are my yeah.
0: favorite. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just I, latest I kinda, pictures of Kim Jong Un. You know,
0: I, I kind of gave him props for that. Like I couldn't lie, but again, it, it was a political move. But yeah. at least the man tried, and they somehow got along. Like I I think he saw it more as a, a business deal than anything. Is
1: Kim Jong Un dead or isn't he alive? Still, so, I think he's alive. No, I, he's alive. Pretty sure he just it faked was, his that, death. Oh, that was scary that whole thing was scary because then they just get his sister who was just or his niece who's just as bad as him North Korea
0: well I've heard that you know he actually isn't that bad of a person I know. so it, it it's hard to say that compared to like his compared to the, the situation or who he actually is but comparative to the past leaders of North Korea like his dad
1: was, was his like dad a pedophile whore? yeah
0: and he, like, had people, like, girls kidnapped and brought to the palace for him and all his buddies and makes, all the political cronies. Yeah, like, he, he was a extreme communist dictator, like, asshole, like, tyrannical,
1: I mean, that's what Kim trying Jung to is. be
0: Hitler but wasn't smart enough to be Hitler type guy. That's what Kim Jong-un does, like,
1: though. Well, I don't know if he, what he, if he does, like, the well, pedophile stuff.
0: So, Kim Jong-un just keeps up the communist sort of idea because that's what north korea is it's what like the the leader is their god like literally imagine george washington is our god we go to church and pray to george washington (laughs) and we like have pictures of him in our classrooms instead of crosses like that is what it is over there really and it's the whole communist oh yeah there's pictures of uh, kim il-sung and oh i can't i'd have to google it but it's too much work right now. <laughs> we're just we're kind of rambling about it real quick, I guess. Yeah, but it's just a, he's trying to upkeep that communist image in North Korea. And although he is a dictator, and although yes, there is still not a good place to live, and people still get like I, we, he executed the coronavirus people like without he, he like, he's like yeah we're people. not gonna let this go anywhere else. Bink, like like <laughs> yeah, he's not that's insane. Uh, he's not an angel by any means, but he's not as bad, he's a step in the right direction I should say, and then again he's opening up to the west, started talking to the United States, which you know the past leaders would never do oh never do and he also had all the psychos and like people who were fucked up in the government who were coming either after him to kill him or who were friends with his dad like the people who were also like you know pedos and drug um, addicts and people who were stealing money from the country he had them like executed like there was a whole thing where he's killing off the whole party and he's like well yeah he's like he was killing off the whole like Korean party and it was like eh if you look at the people who he's killed in their rap sheets, you know, death is not a good thing, but he wasn't necessarily killing saints. That's all I'm going to say.
1: I mean, like they so would, they weren't good th- people. It's going to sound like messed up, but like with the what Kim Jong Un did to those the people who did get COVID, like it's just a, it's a terrible thing, but like look I don't, I don't want to say it was good that he did that. <laughs> that it was good that he did that, but like his country doesn't have any viruses that cases that we know of. Because of what he well, did. Well, again, but I'm not dude, saying the it. whole I'm not country. Making an, the whole country could be
0: like literally 21 days later, and like the country's literally ripping each other to shreds with the zombie apocalypse, and we wouldn't know about it until for like a month. Oh yeah. Oh, we wouldn't know about that until next year. <laughs> until the zombies got here. Yeah. Like it. They, they keep everything so secret. So yeah, they quote unquote don't have any cases because that we of, of that desperate action that they took. But It's best though. You know, up. at the same at the same time. The same, like people are going to that extremes, but yet we refuse to close down, you know, bars where people don't go and wear masks. Like I'm not trying to call anybody out, but you don't go to a restaurant and wear a mask. Like you sit, you can't eat with a mask on. Yeah, it's common sense. Like if restaurants are open and people come in, I don't expect them to wear a mask when they're at the table. When you're in line, please.
1: I mean, we. I mean, we only did. We only had sixty-seven thousand new cases yesterday. Only. Yeah, and it, I <laughs> you know, we've fault. gone out it, yeah. to
0: you know Cafe Telegraph a couple times, and it, like I did, there's just this burnout that comes with sitting at home. But man, I think in hindsight, like you know what it, I was talking in the very beginning of this before people even got fired or not fired, but sort of like laid off like for a period of time from my job, like you know if we just shut down for a month. Yeah, not sugar fire, but the country and like every, everything or pretty much everything besides like grocery stores. And they let in like one person at a time where you had to call ahead and make reservations or some shit. Yeah. Like, you know, that if they, if we did that for a month, there would have been such a flattening, of the curve, like in a literal sense, like what happened I mean, when we, we were, did go on yeah, this no, lockdown. Yeah, no, we did,
1: we did flatten the curves. So, we did flat, we did start flattening the curve, and then they're like, "Nope, well, the that's open." We, now. the reason
0: we, the Doctor Fauci said that the reason we spiked is purely because we opened too quick. Like, no, nope, he's just, wrong. I, it's nope, obvious. He's
1: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's what some people say, though. Like, he's like a doctor.
0: Yeah, he's not wrong. I, he's I, a it, doctor. He might be also, wrong he, sometimes,
1: it, but still.
0: You doesn't have to you don't have to Just, be a doctor to look at a graph and understand yeah. like, you know, it's look so at the cases before we went on lockdown, they're high. Right. We go on this, you know I would say 75% lockdown, like pretty much everything was closed except places that could stay open in like essential businesses, like businesses that need to, you know, grocery stores and Walmart and places like that. And then like sugar fire, we could stay open. So we did, we were trying to feed the community and feel like we were doing deals and like making sure people weren't hungry or trying to at least. And, um,
1: Oh my God. India has so many people in their country.
0: Yeah, and they have not as many cases
1: as us because they beat people with sticks when they leave their they house. Have one point three. <laughs> not saying that should happen. To they anybody. got one point three <laughs> billion people there, and they have one point one million cases. That's insane.
0: Yeah, but if we went on lockdown and we just took it by took it on the chin and understood what this was and the true danger that we saw in Italy, and all these other countries that were hit. Crazy. I remember when people were posting memes on Facebook, like, don't worry, you're more likely to get shot in St. Louis than to get coronavirus. <laughs> now look at you. Now look at you idiots who shared that. Yeah. Huh? Are we laughing anymore? Well, I mean, they probably still are. Yeah. But, you know, it's just scary that these people, like, people are so against that idea. They're like, no, it doesn't matter. You know, sacrifice the week, reopen Tennessee. I will never forget that lady. That lady's going to have a special place in my heart. Yeah during the whole big protest there was like this little old white lady with big poofy hair and she was holding up a sign and said sacrifice the week Reopen Tennessee I was like if Yikes. you get COVID you are literally <laughs> going to take one breath and just croak
1: like we literally went January 22nd 580 cases February 22nd where is it
0: we weren't even talking about it in January either that's the funny thousand part
1: cases yeah the day before Kobe died was when we had our first case here and everyone was like we should, be, we should have been talking about then we only had one case and a huge celebrity yeah, died man. we're gonna we know we didn't expect it to do what it did. I hate talking about COVID every episode, but like it's, one, it's like the only thing that's been. Well, done. it's reality, it's dude. It's so bad.
0: On. It's so it it's such a lingering thing. It's an invisible demon, dude. Yeah, like you sucks. do not know how close it is to you. You can literally have COVID in your house right now, Casey well, Me too. It it could it, it could be at my work. It could be you at know any, at the anywhere. at Cafe Telegraph when we go up there. Like it can literally be anywhere. And we have no idea, and we won't know until it hits us or it hits one of our family members. And that's it's that not just same personally. That goes for everybody listening. You know, like we're fighting an invisible monster, yeah. and we feel like we're fucking invincible to this. It's scary. Like,
1: <sighs> it's really is scary because we really don't know the long term effects yet. Right.
0: Like I don't. They, they said it for you know, that people are crazy going back and forth. Like, at first, if you get it, you're immune to it. Well, now, if you get it, you're not necessarily immune to it, but you have antibodies that protect you against they it, so you're not as likely off, yeah. to get it. And it's just like, well, it doesn't – and that's just one example. And then people, especially, you know, with masks, for the entirety I of no kind of this, this wave. Well, I'm not saying people like that, but the CDC itself. Like, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Even in the beginning, I was like, why would you wear a mask? You're just going to touch your face more. Yeah. And then I was looking into it, and I was realized, well, as long as you're careful with it, you wash your hands, you don't touch it too often, or you touch it af- right after you wash your hands or something like that. It's more or less, again, for protecting other people. It's protecting others from your germs that you're breathing out and the stuff that you're coughing, sneezing, talking, laughing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, you catch yourself doing it. Like, you'll talk, and a spitball fly out. And you know, someone won't notice it, but it'll land on their hand, and you'll see it land, and you just, like, look at it, then look at them, look at it, and look at them, and try and see if they don't notice uh, it. Now,
1: not recently, whenever that happens <laughs> to me, I'm
0: talking to people, and now I let them know. Just because of what <laughs> hey, how it oh, is. I, I, spit, I spit on you a little I'm bit, Sammy sorry. Spits I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Sammy a lot. Sammy Sprinkle
1: Sprinkle, that's what it is. <laughs> but, no, I'm like, I try to be my best i can do like i want to go up to a cafe sometimes and chill out this the i've only been up there one time when it's been super busy it was oh my god it was actually insane
0: yeah and i literally almost had a panic attack like i was so scared yeah, but the, the, other other couple time,
1: yeah the other couple times i've gone up there at 11 o'clock and it was just me and christian in there so
0: right and it's like the couple times i've gone i haven't really sat next to anyone other than the group that People i went with and I washed my hands like, you know, every probably 30 minutes when I would have went to the bathroom yeah. or something, you know, it wasn't, I was still diligently trying to think about it. But, it, you know, you're still risking a whole lot by doing that. Yeah. It and, really is. and logically thinking about that, you know, if the place was closed down, I wouldn't necessarily be in an arm up in arms about it. I wouldn't be pissed off. No. Like, the only thing I was sad about when everything shut down was bowling. And, you know, it's open again. And I still haven't gone because there's just this little thing in the back of my head. Like, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to get it. And that's, you know. The bowling alley. I'm not it's just, I'm soul. not worried about myself. But other people, yeah. I'm worried about other people so I know thing, getting it.
1: Like, the the danger charts of COVID where you can get it worse. Like, bowling alley is like seventh on the list. Like, 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 seven out of ten dangerous. Because yeah, like, there's just no way to sanitize every time, everything no, li- that people touch. I mean, every time I've gone, it's probably been the safest place I've gone since I've been going out places during the pandemic. And it's because no one's there. <laughs> like, honestly. No- yeah,
0: I've, I'm, I'm probably going to go soon, but I'm going to wear, like, a glove on my hand I'm not throwing with. And, like, you know, 18 masks and wear a just hazmat suit. Just and- don't
1: touch. <laughs> just once when you put your name in, just... Hand sanitizer, wash your hands. You have your own ball. You have your own shoes. Just don't touch anything else. It's really, I was really about it. I wore my mask the times I've gone bowling. It's not too bad. And that's yeah, that probably is another thing. Like I got used to it.
0: Like people. the bowling alley thing is like because you're going to wear other people's shoes and use bowling balls that other people have touched and they're not, not going to go your through and sanitize. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we we have our own. So that's, a, I didn't think about that. That I, that makes me feel a little yeah. bit better, but still. It, that's probably why that's on the list because if you're going there without oh, houseballs or you know, discards, 150, 200. Oh my God, dude. I hate using them. Like don't every, clean them. <laughs> I, I, I would use them in the beginning. I'm like, oh, this one feels good, man. Yeah. I like this one. Like before I bought my own and I got my own. It, oh my! I pick it up and I just like could feel like I slick my hair back with my yeah. hand after
1: I touch it. Like it. So it's the so thing nasty. they do with the bowling alleys now is that you leave the house balls on the rack and they come and clean every single one of the balls and the rack every time now. If anyone uses Jesus. house balls. Jesus. So I, 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 I feel like
0: nobody's going if they have to, Like the only people who are going are people like you know you and me like or more advanced people who are like want to bowl right now and like are trying to get like practice and get better. Yeah, I'm, I'm going tomorrow after work. We got me. I'm fired up. I watched the bowling this weekend and.
1: The, <laughs> Don Duke won yesterday.
0: He yeah, I saw. I, I was watching it on TV. The goat. Yeah, we gotta to to talk about bowling for a podcast eventually. Oh, We're yeah. starting talking about
1: at the hour mark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We could go on forever about this. I know. Next episode. My fucking people My next when, story. <laughs> next episode when Dylan's on, we can talk about bowling. Oh yeah.
0: The, yeah, the, the Pete Weber story to be continued. Yeah,
1: <laughs> next episode, definitely. Oh man,
0: is there a, is there anything else you want to hit on, Casey? I know we didn't really come into this with a, like a plan. Well, we came but in with Kanye like we West. About
1: we came in with Kanye West and Jordan B Peterson. and We transitioned into that pretty well, and then we just took off with what we did. So I, I'm, yeah, it's kind of rambled with, on. I can't believe we ran an hour already. Last time I looked, it was twenty <laughs> minutes. Yeah, and we just went off. I mean, we just. I got what I wanted to say. Started talking out. and talking. Yeah. What if you want to it? Yeah, shoot it, send it off. <laughs> shoot it out, shoot send it, it, out. it
0: off. For sure, dude.
1: 100. <laughs> All
0: All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Arbitrary Ramblings podcast. Like I said, Dylan will definitely be on the next one. I know you guys miss him. We miss him too. Sure. Uh, he he's going to be back soon. The work man. is just crazy. Your work is crazy for him right now uh thank you guys for tuning in uh please please show us support on spotify and facebook and i i've been behind on posting on soundcloud but i'm gonna get back on it and i'm gonna put all these like newer episodes up on soundcloud as well so be sure to show your support on there um oh youtube as well we have our guest podcast up there as well as uh I believe it's our first episode or second one that we posted on our Spotify, on our YouTube. We should be getting uh, go a, and check I mean, that out. We should
1: be getting another guest this Thursday, hopefully.
0: Yeah, and we'll be recording we that one and posting it. Hopefully by you know the weekend or Sunday. But we're gonna be keeping these audio ones pumping out, and coming to you guys. Oh, yeah. Not that they're not that they're easy to do, but they're fun and we mm-hmm. like doing them. We like doing them a lot. So got, yeah. again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Uh, and yeah, yeah let me we say love one you guys.
1: More thing.
0: Let me say one more thing. Oh, so- go for it.
1: Yeah, I wanted to say this earlier, but me, Joe, and Dylan, we all got together this past... What was this? This Was it last Tuesday we got together? And we were, finally, we we're finally getting a, a set schedule for us. So we're, we're what we plan on doing is doing Tuesday, record Tuesday, Thursday, one episode Tuesday, one episode Thursday, which is, we want Thursday to be the guest. And then Sunday is where we're going to pump two episodes out. Well, not pump them out, but record two episodes for the next week. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to say real quick.
0: Yeah, so there's going to be a a more consistency... Yeah, I'm this is awesome, man. Like we're getting back to the, I want to get into another conversation cuz we just ended True. it, but this is motivation for the day. It gives us something to do and I feel really accomplished after recording it and it feels good to have you guys listening, especially if you listen this far. Thank you so much. Extra love to y'all. Of course. Peace out.
1: See ya.